I saw a wave, a dark wave, come over our nation. And it's not just the election, of course. But this program is going to be all in the name Rigged. Rigged. Because when I and we formed Rigged, it was because of the financial system. But Rigged is now becoming common in America. It's all rigged. In a rigged system. in our culture. Today we're going to talk about a very important meeting between President Xi in China and President Putin in Russia. And you have to understand that this is actually a really huge deal because President Xi doesn't leave the country. And I'm going to get into just a little bit of analysis here at the end on this, but this is bigger than you realize because the Chinese and the Russian alliance is growing rapidly. And I mean rapidly to the point where you're, you're building not just on the BRIC alliance, the Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, which is now looking to be Saudi Arabia and Turkey and others. Uh, but you're also looking at an alliance of the future in the what we would call the multipolar world. Because remember, we were a unipolar world where the dollar dominated. And then ever since the sanctions went on Russia and the United States has now determined that they are going to go to proxy war with Russia. They are discussing long term missiles right now uh, to give to Ukraine. If they do long term missiles to Ukraine... These missiles can go inside of Russia. Russia will consider that. The United States has now entered into the war. This thing can escalate very quick. I still believe that not only is it going to escalate quickly, I believe we're probably going to be at war within the next six to nine months. Uh, But this meeting is big because it's not just two neighbors or two allies coming together. Uh, Because what's happened is the Russian president, uh, Vladimir Putin, he has confirmed uh, confirmed that uh, Wednesday he is going to be addressing the Eastern Economic Forum. Now, this is being done in Vladivostok, and I may be saying that wrong, but help me out. And it's interesting because he's they're also doing military uh, drills there. But in, in Vladivostok, that, that he is soon going to be meeting in person with the Chinese President Xi Jinping there. This is going to mark a significant first bilateral summit since Russia launched the Ukraine invasion on February 24th. Putin told the forum held in Russia's Far East that he hopes to see Xi Jinping in Uzbekistan soon. The Chinese delegation was the largest in attendance for the annual economic meeting. China, through the the, um, Silk Road, has dominated and will dominate trade and finance throughout the region. They have taken over all the ports uh, leading from China through Greece and all around. They have built rails from China over to Europe. They have built roads. The ancient Silk Road is alive and well. And the regardless of the Chinese economy being in deep trouble, uh, they are going to emerge as the superpower And where that affects us, of course, is because it comes into Taiwan, South Korea, uh, semiconductor microchips and a lot of supply chain issues, especially rare earth minerals. But this is a really big deal 
because China is really asserting itself. But this meeting is bigger than you can imagine because President Xi is not it's not normal for him to leave the country. Kremlin officials have also confirmed this was to the Associated Press that Putin and the Chinese President Xi Jinping will meet next week in Uzbekistan. The two nuclear powers armed nations also just recently wrapped up a week of joint war games among multiple other nations that were represented there in Vostok. There was a Vostok 2022 is in the same far eastern region of Russia. And what do you think or who do you think they're practicing those war games against? This is why this is really important. And yet NATO and America continue to escalate the proxy war using Ukraine as the bat. Even the CNN noted that uh, on Wednesday that China's number three leader, Li Jinzu, is a member of the Chinese Communist Party's Politburo Standing Committee. He became the highest ranking official to leave China since 2020 when he went and arrived in Vladivostok to attend the Eastern Economic Forum. Lee was expected to meet Putin on Wednesday, according to TASS. And TASS is a pretty interesting uh, news agency. It's, it's Russian, but you really want to pay attention to a lot of the periodicals that come out of the East because that's their propaganda narratives. Um, but it's important because the Western media is lying to us. And you can't say that more grievously, but they are lying to us all the time. We are just terrible at propaganda, disinformation. And then they want to go after American people for disinformation when it's actually they, the ones that are doing it. It's just astounding. But as for President Z. He rarely leaves the country. This is a big deal. And the Uzbekistan summit will be his first overseas trip since the beginning of the coronavirus uh, pandemic in 2020. Russia's ambassador to Beijing, uh, Denisov, described the significance in his state media, saying that the summit promises to be interesting because it will be the first full-fledged summit since the pandemic. Goes on to say that I don't want to say that online summits are not full-fledged, but still, direct personal communication between leaders is a different quality of discussion. We are planning a serious, full-fledged meeting of our leaders with a detailed agenda, which are now, in fact, working on with our Chinese partners, the diplomat said, and uh, detailed agenda. What do you think that means? BRICS reserve currency? Do you think it means the proxy war that is escalating in Ukraine with Russia? Do you think it means that China is trying to figure out when and how they are going to usurp Taiwan? Can you see where all of this is going? And you have to remember that the Chinese, if you just study what they've been doing in actions, they have been preparing their economy for a wartime economy. That's a big deal. Because they're communists, number one, so they don't care if their people suffer. They don't care if they have issues. This is a wartime economy being built in China, so they're looking forward to something, and that something very well could be direct conflict with the United States. So again, now on Tuesday, the Kremlin issued a statement underscoring the importance, growing Chinese cooperation, 
Now, if you remember, they weren't really allies back in the day, but they have grown very, very close, Russia and China, and that the timing couldn't be any worse with the Chinese growing the Silk Road and dominating global export and finance, getting to the point of finance. And then, of course, the Russians. And then in China and Russia, they do dominate by 90 percentile range rare earth minerals and components that are minerals in general and commodities that are vital not only to the world, but to the West. So if we have or do have to get into some form of skirmish like World War III, we're in deep trouble because a lot of the components that would be needed for our artillery and missile systems actually comes out of the East. So I personally don't really believe that can happen. I I think it would be almost insane for the United States to go that route because we are giving so much of our armaments away to the Ukrainians. We are already depleting our stocks. We're already having issues for us to go into a war like that when the rare earth minerals are controlled by the very people we're trying to attack. It would be insanity. Europe doesn't have any either. They've been giving it away. So I really don't believe that that's going to happen. But I got to tell you, it sure looks like they're pushing that direction. And right now, I'm not one to say what's going to happen because there's a lot of very unusual behavior as if they're trying to push us into some form of cataclysmic behavior or or event to justify the Great Reset, to justify retooling the whole economic order. And it's not going to be world order at this point because the West is definitely separated from the East. The Russia-Chinese relations of comprehensive partnership and strategic cooperation are developing in a very progressive manner. Now, this is the, the head of Putin's address to the, the EEF. The statement further hailed that China's balanced approach to the Ukrainian crisis, and it's under, and that's very true, by the way, um, let alone Russia's balanced approach. Believe me, I, if I were Russia, I just would have bombed the capital. I would have blown up all the utilities. I mean, but that's war. And see, this is not supposed to be war. But I think the more that NATO escalates into Ukraine, you're probably going to see Russia just take everything out. They're going to take out electrical, water, communication. Uh, I wouldn't even be surprised if they bombed the presidential palace. But this is not good. An escalation is never good. Uh, They try to reach peace. Actually, there was peace talks in April. But the United States and NATO shut down the peace talks. They wouldn't let it happen. What does that tell you? Something isn't right. And this is just days before the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Moscow and Beijing then declared a no-limits partnership amid a growing standoff with the West, hence why BRICS is rising, which has now since included unprecedented sanctions and economic war against Russia as punishment for its military offensive. In October, Russia and China held joint naval drills in the Sea of Japan. Days later, Russian and Chinese warships held their first joint patrols in the Western Pacific. The next month, South Korea's military said it had scrambled fighter jets after two Chinese and seven Russian warplanes intruded its air defense identification zone during what Beijing calls regular training. 
pretty clear that in the past years have seen these two nuclear armed superpowers grow in not only economic cooperation, but military coordination. And you put Iran and a handful of others in there, you see the axis for World War III. Now, again, I think it would be insane. I can't see who would win. But again, if the power elite's goal is to take out 5 billion people, who knows what their plan is? All I'm saying, this meeting is a huge meeting. They're coming face to face and they're not talking about coffee or or mineral import exports. You can guarantee that. They're going to be discussing the West. They're going to be discussing the strategies on how they want to handle NATO Ukraine and the United States, and you better believe they're doing the pros and cons and they're, they're laying out target lists. So this is a very, very huge deal. The cooperation between China and Russia is very large. And who do we have on our side but woke, wussy Europeans? We're in deep, well, let alone our military, to be honest. Although I know there's still a lot of brothers and sisters in the U.S. Armed Forces that are as strong and bravo or alpha as ever. So we just got to hope that uh, they haven't quite cleansed them out. Um, It does look like there are a couple hundred thousand. It could be uh, that could be kicked out of the military uh, because of the vax mandate Um, that wait to see on that one. They were supposed to allow a religious exemption, uh, but they're probably the most of alpha. I would assume because they just don't want to take chances to their health with this, an experimental, uh, procedure, and I understand that, but uh, we're not looking good now. We could have good technology here in the West. We do. We have good weapon systems, uh, but remember, the Chinese and the Russians are very sophisticated at jamming. So I don't know. I don't want to have to see that. But folks, this meeting is just the beginning of what I see as a building of an Axis power, and we better watch out. Because our nation and NATO in Europe, for whatever reason, is pushing this, making this happen. And I just have to guess, it is the World Economic Forum's agenda of a great reset, a concept of of total enslavement through digital platforms and a cashless society. I would easily and highly recommend getting gold and silver now. It's not looking right, and I would be prepared. So until next time, God bless you. Record money printing, wild fluctuations in the stock market, and our devalued currency, only one easily accessible investment has stood the test of time, and that is precious metals. Precious metals, such as physical silver and gold, are a store of value, provide stability for your portfolio, and are the most widely accepted hedge against inflation and market volatility. Fortunes of incalculable wealth have been built throughout history through ownership of these wonderful metals and smart investors still rely on the dependability of silver and gold to protect and preserve their hard-earned wealth and prosper in times of economic uncertainty. Call Cornerstone Asset Metals today at 888-747-3309 to protect, preserve and prosper with silver and gold. Call 888 888- 747-3309 or visit cornerstoneassetmetals.com.